we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors, come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Yes, indeed. Come on in here. Glad to have you with us in the camp house again at Kinder Outdoors from the Vineyards Campground at Cabin's Beautiful Lake Grapevine. It's a magical time of year to be at the lake. The fish are spawning. The bass are uptight. So are the crappie. Baby ducks and geese are waddling around with mom and pop. And sometimes you even catch a day when the wind's not blowing and you can get out on the water. <laughs> Front Door to the Camp House brought to you by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. We tell you about it every week because, hey, if you don't have it in the fridge, you're going to need it at some point if you own a dog. It stops GI upset. Fortiflora. We're looking back to the Dallas Safari Club stage from January of 2022 today. Our guests on that stage were Phil Massaro, Craig Boddington, Rob Keck, and Larry Wysoon, we had a big time with those guys like we always do. Hope you enjoy. All right. I think we're ready. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Billy Kinder. I host an outdoor radio show. So does my friend Rob Keck right down there. Uh, we're on about oh, 150-some-odd AM FMs across the country every week, a couple of them right here in town. Sirius XM every Saturday and Sunday morning. Tune us in. You'll be smarter, faster, wiser, richer, all of the above, if you'll just tune in. Uh, and thank you for doing so. If you already do, we appreciate it. I want to introduce Rob. Are you still uh, you're still doing the, the the show? Is still airing on rural radio every weekend? Believe it or not, Saturday mornings, ten yep. o'clock Eastern. Uh, it's still there. Yep, there you and, go. Uh, I'm on at uh, nine Eastern and uh, eight here in the uh, Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, and then Rob right after that. Right there so, on one forty-seven. Yep, that's it. So what are you doing these days, Rob? What's what are you up to? Well, when my wife asked me, what am I going to do when uh -huh. I step back from my duties at Bass Pro Shops, I said, I'm going to hunt more. Yeah. She looked at me and said, hunt more? <laughs> How can you hunt more? Right. I said, just watch me. Yeah. And you are. Everybody knows our friend Larry Wysoon. Larry, good to see you. What a pleasure to be here. Uh, isn't it, though? Because we weren't here a year ago. No. It is so good to have everybody here. And, you know, I've been around the floor a bunch, and everywhere I go, they're smiling faces. Yeah. Thank you all so much for being here. This is such a great event. Yep. This stage group is such a great group. And, Billy, you do such a fantastic job for everything that we do through DSC and Wildlife Conservation. So thank you for everything yep. you do. Absolutely. You bet. Appreciate you. So what are you doing these days, Larry? Where can we find you online? What's going on? <laughs> you know, about three or four years ago, I moved from Uvalde, where I lived forever, to uh, a little town called Branham, which is south of here. That's just south of Texas A&M, where I went to school. It's about the same distance to my little place that's been in our family since 1840s or something like that. And a little town of Branham, Bluebell Ice Cream, is right next door, almost to where I live. So, uh, curse and blessing. And I moved here to slow down, and I found that doesn't work. Where can we watch you online these days? Well, we do still do a whole lot of things. I, I do a weekly TV show called uh, Sportsman's Life, which is on Carbon TV. They can find it there. You can find it on Roku and all those kind of things. Do a uh, podcast called DSC's Campfires with Larry Weissman that you can find. It's done through Waypoint TV, but you can find it primarily, as far as I'm concerned, at www.biggame.org forward slash DSCS dash campfires forward slash and that's uh our dsc can you do that back what was that again there huh? 
Uh, yes, I can if you want me to. It's going to take a while. <laughs> Remember back in the day when you used to say Channel 7 at oh, 8 o'clock? You know, yeah, these, but, you know, these days you have to diversify in so many yeah. different ways. And I, I look up here, and I, Rob understands, Craig understands, this gentleman right here, Phil understands, although he does wear a funny-looking hat. This guy that we're picking on already uh, joined us a couple of years ago. We had so much fun that we invited him back again today. Phil Massaro, welcome back. Thank you, Billy. Pleasure to be here. Tell us what all you're doing and where we can read you now. Uh, I do a lot of work for uh, for the NRA's American Hunter, a lot of work for Gun Digest. Uh, I've got a new column coming up in DSC's Game Trails magazine, which you keep your eyes open for. Good. Uh, the Gun Digest Annual, the great big thick book, keeps me rather busy. I'm proud to be the editor-in-chief of that. And we've yes. Got, we've got Craig's, uh, Craig's piece in there, and Larry tells me his is coming, too. He's promised that for a while. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. But, uh, no, no it's it's a, it's a good lineup of guys, and I'm I'm really proud to be at the helm of that publication. Craig Boddington, I am so sorry that I missed your seminar last hour. I had a little emergency, and I had to run take care of that. Uh, I'm sure you talk about uh, 270 and how that's plenty of rifle to hunt elk with, right? You get that's right, absolutely. Yeah, you get that question uh, all the time, right? <laughs> it's sure good to see you, Craig. Good to see you, my friend. How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. Hold that a little closer. Uh, tell me about what's going on with Craig Boddington. You're still writing, and you're still going. And well, far. if I had any marketable skills, I'd probably do something different. But <laughs> since I don't, uh, the writing gig works for me. And, you know, uh, yeah, it's just, just a fact. There's not as many young people reading as used to. But uh, I think at my age, I'm deep enough into the print media that is probably not going to go completely under while I still have time. Yeah, and, yeah. But... Uh, uh, doing a little bit of television, and of course everybody does internet, everybody does web, yep. and everybody does a little bit of this and that. It's a multimedia world, but uh, most of my work is magazine work and the occasional book. Rob Keck, Larry Wysoon, Phil Massaro, and Craig Boddington got it all started on the stage last year at the Dallas Safari Club. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Calming Care. It's a product from the very smart folks at Purina that helps to naturally... And gently over time, settle the overactive dog. It's not a drug. It's gentle, and it works over time to settle the overbarker, the overjumper. If that's your dog, ask your vet about calming care. Hello, everybody. It's Travis T-Bone Turner. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Kinder, grab your bow. You need another lesson, brother. John Payne and his Tejas Ranch Fence Company know that there's no cookie-cutter approach. Every job, every ranch, every lay of land is unique and custom. We're able to take a look at the owner's intent, the individual characteristics of the property, and really come up with a solution that works for them. We've got a great team here that has a passion for what we do. Your land, our passion. We love bringing out the best in your property. TejasRanchFence.com Ducks is back at Texas Motor Speedway. Ducks Unlimited invites you to the third annual Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by Purina Pro Plan at Texas Motor Speedway, May 5th through 7th. Watch the premier canine performance athletes of the dog world competing in the incredible dog challenge. Test drive a new ATV or visit the live fire shooting ranges. DUX, the show for everything outdoors. To learn more, visit DuckExpo.com. Can you imagine 20-plus sailfish in a single day? 
Welcome to Costa Rica's rich fishing history. The marlin catch is as good as any spot on earth. Blue marlin, sailfish, mahi, and tuna. From the moment your feet touch down in beautiful Costa Rica, you'll discover a new love in your life. The landscape, the people, the food, the salty air and year-round fishable temperatures and calm waters. At Carib Sea Sport Fishing, we're prepared for your group with a fleet of some of the most successful vessels in this sport fishing area. Call your buddies or make it a couple's trip to Costa Rica. Enjoy world-class Caribbean sport fishing, endless shopping, beaches, spectacular wildlife. Discover the landscape by horseback. Carib Sea Sport Fishing offers a variety of trips, offshore, inshore, overnight, half day, full day, every day. Come see us now at catchafishincostarica.com. I want to urge you to plan what will be the trip of a lifetime to Argentina. Hunt doves or ducks with my friends at Cordoba Doves. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative, and he's right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Call him at 817-797-9020. Like me, you can plan your next trip of a lifetime with Lane Balky and Cordoba Doves. We pick you up at the airport, and you're in our care custody control. All meals, all drinks, all eats are included in the package. Lane is a hunter himself, and when he describes that first morning that you'll witness in the field, it raises the hairs on the back of your neck. The first morning, the fly off of the roost in the morning is spectacular. Birds, almost as far as you can see, and they fly like that all day until sunset. Come on, let's go to Argentina. It's closer than you think. Visit CordobaDoves.com or give Lane a call, 817-797-9020. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Come share our campfire at a good story or two. Kinder Outdoors. Hey, I know you bird dog guys are on the road field trialing this time of year. Your regional championships, scattered about national championships. If you want to run your dog today in competition and then have him or her in their best possible shape, top-notch shape, and ready to go again tomorrow morning, make sure you give them Forta Flora every night. It helps maintain a strong digestive system. It stops GI upset, which can be an issue after travel or change in water or vigorous workouts. Forta Flora. Let's get back up on the 2022 Dallas Safari Club Conservation Stage. 
<laughs> hey, did you kill a deer on your place this year up in Kansas? We had. In fact, uh, my, my friends and partners in the deer business are sitting over there. Chuck Herbal, stand up. And, hey, Chuck. Uh, Steve Trainer and one of our deer hunters was there. Uh, yeah. David, did we shoot any deer this year? All that, right. That was amazing. We, despite go, going into the season with record high temperatures, yeah. I just thought we're going to take a bath. And the truth is we did not take a deer for three days. Wow. And I thought, oh, my God, we are really going to take a bath. And the bucks just started to move, and we finished the season 12 for 12. Yeah. Which wow. I would never have thought would have happened. Wow. That is, uh, that's, that's quite a, a conservation story on your place. You've kind of babied that along through the years. Well, we've worked on it pretty hard. Yeah. It's, a, it's a neighborhood project. Yeah. And uh, it, it, we've worked on it. Yeah, it is. We certainly have more deer and better deer than we did 15 years ago. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Ivan Carter slipped in on us Yay, down there. Right. Welcome, Ivan. Good to see you, buddy. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Sorry I was a bit late. No, no, you're just fine. We're glad you're here. It's a long way to Africa from here. So. Took a little while to get you with a COVID test in between, you know. Yeah, what's going on over there with the COVID? You know, they, they opened up the flights a couple of weeks ago. Things getting better? You know, they really are, and it's something that we hope we're seeing the back of. You know, as Craig said, you know, the guys are really suffering, and what suffers first is the anti-poaching teams. And, you know, with all of the cutbacks, that that's not... That should be bread and butter money, but for a lot of people, if, you, if you're feeding your family or paying your anti-poaching team, you're going to be feeding your family first, which is completely understandable. But those cutbacks are really being felt by the wildlife. They really are. Yeah. It has been, like Craig was talking about, it's been devastating for a lot of people. They've, they've, they've gone under. A lot of our good friends have gone under, won't be back. They're doing something else for, for a living now. Um, Yes, sir. I see you raising that microphone. Um, I think one of the. Oh, sorry, go ahead, sir. No. Go ahead. Yeah, I think one of the most dangerous things we see, when I say dangerous, the most alarming things is several of the people with big game ranches that many, many years ago took the sheep off, took the cattle off, and have turned it to wildlife. Or now you see them having a few cattle, they're planting a few orange trees or macadamia nut trees, or, you know, all of that is landscape that should be under wildlife. And unfortunately, this pandemic has made people scared of the wildlife industry because it relies on the, on the, on the tourist hunter, if you will, to really make that model work. And yeah. so it, it's pretty sad to see this whole circle turning back to traditional agriculture when we were so proud of all these private landowners that have, have got wildlife instead of sheep and cattle, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Rob Keck was uh, the head man over at the National Wild Turkey Federation for 27 years. Is that right, Rob? 27 of the 30 that I was there. Wow. Um, so what's the best way to put that turkey on the table? Do you like him fried? What do you do with it? Well, deep fried is probably my favorite. It's probably the worst for you, but uh, that's the way things really are. Now, I like to cut it in small chunks. That, now you're talking. you got to take eggs and milk yep. in one bowl, stir it up good, usually a cup of milk, three eggs, then Italian breadcrumbs. Huh. Then, if you're running short on meat, you double batter it. There you go. That way it slows them down. They don't eat quite as fast. It'll fill them up quicker. Put more water in the soup. There are more people coming, right? There you go. (laughs) And uh, then you've got to put it in peanut oil, 375 to it floats. And there you go. That's perfect. That is perfect. You know, uh, at my house, when we do a fish fry, there's a bunch of people over there. We fry up the catfish first. 
and start serving that out. And when they start rubbing their tummies and yawning, that's when I drop the crappie in the grease. There you go. You know what I mean? Kind of save that for uh, for the end. Hey, Phil, growing up in upstate New York, a lot of people have the opinion of New York, you know, but they're thinking of New York City. Different world where you grew up. Completely different world. Uh, you know, we're about 100 miles north of the city, and I'm literally right on the Hudson River. We've got the Catskill Mountains and the, the associate, I think it's a 600,000-acre park. Uh, we've got the Adirondack, which is a, you know, it's a 6-million-acre park. And while New York isn't known for huge deer or even its conservation methods as far as genetics go, the one good thing about New York State is that anybody can buy a hunting license once they've taken the safety course, you know, take their kid, and Amen. they've got a place to hunt. And I think yeah. that's pretty special. That's very special, yeah. Uh, your dad got you fired up about guns, if I'm not mistaken. He did, yeah. Dad, uh, he's still a bit of a nut, although every time I bring in something expensive, he tells me to get it off his desk. <laughs> that much? What, are you kidding me? What? But, uh, you know, he's uh, he was influential and, in, in you know, just such a key role of me growing up. And as a young man, you know, learning gun safety, there were always guns in the house, and there was never an incident, never an accident. And, uh, you know, to be honest, I thank him every day. It's uh, He was a role model as far as how to handle a firearm and, you know, be around them and be safe. So I, yeah. I'm totally appreciative of that. Ivan, you're a good guy to start this with, and I'd like an opinion from each of you. As we look at the future of what we do, I think the average age of the American hunter is 54 years old. Uh, and worldwide, it's probably worse than that. I don't know. Um, we've got issues. We have issues. What bothers you the most? What about the future and what we do, our heritage? You know, I think what bothers me the most is the fact that our current generation, people like ourselves that are at the helm of the industry, are not making enough effort to produce programming media in a, in a palatable way for young people. We are continuing to make the same kind of TV that's not aimed at young people, we continue to have the same kind of a seminar like this is not aimed at young people. And I agree, there's a lot of the, the Outdoors Tomorrow Fund is doing amazing things in school rooms. And when you look at their statistics, it's incredible. But I would love to see us as spokespeople for the industry doing more to appeal to young people. Because without that generation engaged, we are the last. And I think every generation has felt that at some point. But I think now with the, the human population reaching 8 billion, and the, the chasm widening between the understanding of wildlife and the understanding of, a, of an iPhone, um, I think we've got to try and bridge that gap and, and close that chasm by producing engaging content for younger people, which I, I think we're failing on that. Yeah. Rob? No question about that. And I think playing off of that, we have to become more politically relevant. And as our numbers dwindle, and we're not replacing the hunters that we're losing, when you go to the voting booth, we're not counted as well as what we should be. I think that we have to be more active in political realms. Groups like the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation doing a great job helping us there, but there's other groups like Hunter Nation trying to get hunters to vote. You know, here in the state of Texas uh, in the last presidential election, it was amazing to me of the, of the licensed hunters in this state, and this was pretty much nationwide, Registered voters, hunters, less than 50% of them voted. We're getting killed there. Another area that's really concerning to me is in the area of social media. We have got to put a good face on to the public, the non-hunting public, to the young public. And the way that many hunters project their kill or project their experience 
is not in the positive light that I think all of us would want to see them. I think when I see a picture of a piece of game taken in Africa, you can tell that there's been a lot of time, a lot of effort putting into getting the best photograph. Craig talked about that just a moment ago on his uh, Buffalo presentation about getting good photographs, tasteful photographs, cleaning them up, cleaning the blood off of it, instead of looking like a bunch of old, uh, you know, killers out there, projecting a good message to that non-hunting public. We're not doing a good enough job there. We're getting killed on on uh, outdoor television in some areas as well. Great group of guys, Phil Massaro, Craig Boddington, Rob Keck, and Larry Wysoon. More from those guys coming up. And we'll be talking to Carl Gunzer with Purina Pro Plan about the dogs that are coming to the Ducks Unlimited Expo. They call it Couples by the Creek at Cinnamon Creek Ranch. So the Couples by the Creek is an event we do once a month. It is a time where there's no kids allowed, so the parents are, can come out uh, for a great evening. We bring them all into the arena and start out shooting in here. We get the skeet shooting going, archery tag. Joe and Nola do a phenomenal dinner afterwards. All your food, all the bow rentals, you don't. You can bring your own equipment if you'd like, but you don't have to. Uh, most of the people that come to the Couples by the Creek have never shot a bow. And we have groups of ladies that come, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a couple. We've had four or five guys come together. So it's just a night uh, away from the kiddos, uh, get out and have a good time and, and have a safe time. But we have a DJ usually afterwards, just play some music, get a little dancing going uh, with a great meal to follow. Couples by the Creek at Cinnamon Creek Ranch. It's the dangest date you've ever taken her on, and she just might fall in love with both shooting or with you that's okay cinnamon creek ranch has the largest archery pro shop on planet earth and we do weddings cinnamoncreekranch.com introducing canyon valley provisions grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid which is known as clas in layman terms it's a type of fat that your body can use and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do. So the cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third the price for that steak and you know those good cuts and you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk don't let 2020 happen in your home again canyonvalleyprovisions.com raising cattle in west texas for five generations there's a place i love to go in the pristine texas hill country that features first class lodging outstanding cuisine world-class wing shooting the best free-range access deer hunting in the world my favorite by the way plus native whitetails and turkey and some of the most comfortable hosts that you've ever enjoyed don't forget to throw in the fly rod you'll want to experience the crystal clear waters of joshua creek and the guadalupe river rolling hills and texas live oaks friendly smiles and spring-fed waters Orvis and Beretta agree that Joshua Creek is one of the finest hunting and shooting ranches in existence. And I think you will too. You won't find a prettier place to get married. And our staff and facilities will make your corporate event, family reunion, or private party turnkey and the best you'll ever experience. 
Joshua Creek Ranch in the historic Texas Hill Country between San Antonio and Fredericksburg. Want to go? Of course you do. JoshuaCreek.com If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. Somewhere over this horizon sit a million little dictators, eager to purge humanity of its hunting instincts. Contrived emotions flood from their air-conditioned, glass-paneled, Wi-Fi-enabled habitats over the mountains and out into the wild, from which they hate to admit they emerged. Their foolish quest to force nature to fit their feelings threatens the survival of every living thing on our planet. If their fevered tantrums are ever imposed, the Earth will be ruled by the deadliest combination in the natural world, human ignorance and human arrogance. Travel another path, the truest path, nature's path. Trust the hunter in your blood. Camp House floor creaks a little, but don't worry. You're on solid ground. We'll tender outdoors. When you come uh, visit us at the Vineyards Campground and Cabins on Grapevine Lake, Texas, yes, bring the RV, but listen, don't forget the boat. Uh, the Vineyards has its own private boat ramp, which means no line, easy in, easy out, private ramp, and uh, parking. Drop by the camp store, get your firewood, your s'mores, your whatever down there, anything you need for sandwiches or even light RV supplies. The Vineyards, you're going to love it here. Let's go to the great state of Colorado and visit with my good friend Carl Gunzer with Purina Pro Plan, also an exceptional dog trainer. He's trained up a couple of national champions in his time, and he's going to be here in Dallas-Fort Worth at Texas Motor Speedway in a couple of weeks for the Ducks Unlimited Expo. Carl, always a pleasure. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Billy, good to be back with you. Wish I was down there crappie fishing with you. <laughs> I wish I was crappie fishing with me. Uh, Carl, I'm kind of like you, staring at a computer a lot these days. A lot of work to be done, but there's an upside to that, too. That's all good. Uh, tell me about life in Colorado. You're coming off of uh, wintertime and spring, and Colorado is just really hard to beat. Yeah. You know, it was a real winter here this year. You know, a lot of snow. Um, ski resorts were happy, and uh, and the reservoirs and lakes will be happy to have some moisture, and I think that's good for 
for everything. So um, so it's been a good winter, but I'm ready for spring. I'm ready to come down and see you in two weeks at uh, the DU Expo. Yep, DUX is coming to Texas Motor Speedway, third year in a row. And I'm really happy about the timing of this. May is a magical time uh, in Texas. The weather should be just beautiful. Yes, yeah, and er early May is great, not too hot, not too rainy, um, we hope, knock on wood, and uh, um, good time of year. You bet it is, and the uh, dogs, that makes them happy, too, uh, because, you know, they love to perform, they love to come out and do what, God programmed them to do, and we have some very talented dogs and dog trainers coming to Ducks, as always, uh, but these will be ideal May, ideal conditions to get out with not only these well-trained dogs, but those well-trained dogs that our listeners want to bring out, too. Dogs are welcome. Yeah, that's right, and, and the other great thing about the timing this year, um, we have wanted to bring the incredible dog challenge to the DU Expo uh, for the last couple of years, you know, and with some... You know, post-COVID and timing issues, it never worked out um, to have the Pro Plan Incredible Dog Challenge at the DU Expo, but uh, but this year it's going to work out. So um, we're super excited. Um, you know, this will be the third year that we're the presenting sponsor, and um, bringing the IDC, it brings the top dogs and handlers from around the country to compete in, you know, uh, agility, dock diving, um, Jack Russell races, you know, weave poles, flying disc. I mean, it's a really fun family event. It's um, it's nationally televised. It's a uh, it's a big deal, and, and it's a I think it's going to be a lot of fun to have it at the DU Expo. Yeah, it is. You know, I've been uh, fortunate. I've, I've seen you know I think I've millions and millions of people have seen these dogs on television. I've actually seen them in person at Purina Farms, which is the way to see this uh, and to see these magical dogs. Uh, perform these very talented dogs, but outside of these performance athletes, there are some some hunting buddies that are going to be there too, and some really top dog trainers. Yeah, and so we will we will again have you know Mike Stewart and Wild Rose there um, doing demonstrations. Um, that would be kind of retriever training demos, and again we'll have uh, Chad Collins and the Quack Pack, which are the the border collies that um, herd ducks and sheep. You know around and through dogs uh we last year we got chad and mike together and we had you know border collies herding ducks around labrador <laughs> and it was i mean it was kind of a it looked like a circus act by the time they were done you know you tell a couple dog trainers you know have a beer and watch this and uh, it, was, it was pretty fun so it was fun and you never know what were harmed in the making of yeah that's exactly right um and and it's just a lot of fun if you want to come talk to these trainers. They're very accessible. It's also a great time to talk about your dog's nutrition up close and personal with the pros from ProPlan. You guys are going to be there in full force. You'll have the big tent set up and be very accessible to dog owners. Yeah, absolutely. And and we uh, we always bring a, a veterinarian or two with us. Dr. Ruth Ann Lobos will be there um, answering any questions, kind of a sporting dog specialty veterinarian. Um, we'll have free samples for uh, different products, uh, lots of them, including some different treats, prime treats, um, you know, Fortiflora that we talk about, we'll have samples. So we will have a, a full contingent of, of staff and samples and happy to, to help answer any questions that dog owners may have. 
You betcha. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. It's just two weeks away now. I can't believe it's already here. The Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by my friends at Purina Pro Plan. And just a word before we go, if you don't have a sporting breed, uh, but you love your dog, uh, come on out, talk to the folks at ProPlan. There are so many different formulas that I promise you there's a formula that is perfect for your dog and will help produce a healthier dog uh, when you make the switch. And you're going to really enjoy watching these dogs perform. Hey, it may even inspire your dog to become like an incredible dog, you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Tell me about uh, duck season. Have, have you been able to get out and, and uh, chase ducks at all, or was your upland season good, Carl? Yeah, it was. Um, I was fortunate to go do a, a few trips <clears throat> down to Louisiana and in North Dakota and kind of around the country, so I got to, to follow some pretty good bird dogs and sit next to some good blindness last year. And uh, and the duck numbers and, and bird numbers were good. So it was, uh, it was a great That's good. You know, if you never see a duck, never see a bobwhite quail, it's still a great trip. Uh, the camaraderie and the dogs make it worthwhile. Carl Gunzer with right. Purina, Purina Pro Plan. You can shake his hand in person in just two weeks at uh, the Ducks Unlimited Expo, Texas Motor Speedway. Carl, thanks. I look forward to shaking your hand. Thanks, Bill. Look forward to seeing you. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. The Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas. Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun, or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S., and the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, before we slip over to the coffee pot, I want to say hello and thank you for listening to Clayton Jarnigan. Catch the name of this town, Freedom, Oklahoma. I love it. Clayton, thanks for the note. Thanks for listening. John Horton is in Richardson, Texas. Terry Newland listens in Nakona, Texas, not far from the Texas-Oklahoma border up there in Red River country. In Forsyth, Georgia, Taylor Yates. Hey, Taylor. Kevin Shelton catches Kinder Outdoors in Linwood, Kansas. And Glenn Miller is in Glassford, Illinois. Thanks, Glenn, for tuning in. I sure do appreciate you letting us know and thank you wherever you are and however you listen am fm podcast broadcast satellite word of mouth whatever thanks for tuning in to kinder outdoors spending a little time with us well let's stretch our legs grab a cup of coffee maybe a sausage and biscuit and when we come back we're headed back up on that stage at the 2022 dallas safari club convention and sporting expo with a great group of guys rob keck Phil Massaro, Craig Boddington, and Larry Wysoon. 
Hey everybody, it's Justin Lucas. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it. With Kinder Outdoors. Billy, how'd you get that chip out of my graph? Give that back. You'll know Toby Meadows when you run into him on the lot there at Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine. Because on his name tag is a big green bass. <laughs> He's earned the right to wear that big fish around. He's caught three over ten pounds. Yes, sir. Three times. Uh, twice on Lake Fork and once on Lake Conroe. This lifelong passion for Toby started in the cab of that old Chevy truck, headed for the fishing hole a long time ago. I had an uncle. Uncle Jim got me started. And it was just a little cork popper with little black and yellow feathers. Looked like a bumblebee, and that started it all. Three ten-pounders. And 19 years with the classic Grapevine family. And Toby is still going down the road in that Chevy truck. These days, though, it's a little newer, a little less bumpy, and a whole lot more powerful. Yes, it is. I like it, too, especially that diesel. Got that half-ton diesel. It's good. Nice truck. Lifelong memories await your bunch in the cab of the truck. Get started at ClassicChevrolet.com. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's word, csbiblechurch.org. Ducks is back at Texas Motor Speedway. Ducks Unlimited invites you to the third annual Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by Purina Pro Plan at Texas Motor Speedway, May 5th through 7th. Watch the premier canine performance athletes of the dog world competing in the incredible dog challenge. Test drive a new ATV or visit the live fire shooting ranges. DUX, the show for everything outdoors. To learn more, visit DuckExpo.com. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey, that's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. You know, as bird hunters and bird dog owners, we've seen our wild bird hunting opportunities dwindle in recent years. And if you, like me, don't want to kennel your bird dog in the spring just to let him hibernate till fall, then you should take a long look at the world's largest field trial organization, the National Shoot to Retrieve Association, or NASTRA. This was the very idea of NASTRA's founding fathers back in the 1960s. They wanted to extend time in the field with the dogs that they loved. And it must have been a pretty good idea, because over the years, many thousands of men, women, teens, and families have enjoyed participating in NASTRA field trials. 
All pointing breeds are welcome, and there's no need to be intimidated. Nestra sponsors over 1,000 field trials across the U.S. and Canada each year. It's at these trials where your dog can earn his Nastra championship, qualify for entry into your regional championship, and Nastra's five national championships. Take a look at our website, nstra.org, and consider visiting a local trial. We look forward to meeting you. Kids along. This is where heritage is guarded just for them. Kinder Outdoors. It was an annual event at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo in 2022. Marked the end of an era, but it was a good one. As Rob Keck, Larry Wysoon, Phil Massaro, and Craig Boddington joined me on the conservation stage. Larry, your parents hunted. It was a big family event, right? Absolutely. All the ladies in our area hunted. My aunts, you know, all their, all my mother's friends. It was a big deal. Came on at a time when we didn't have a whole lot of deer, but that didn't stop us from hunting. And if you saw a track, you were a hero. If you happened to take a deer during the hunting season, oh, my God, it was talked about just nearly every day until the, the beginning of the next hunting season. So, you know, I, I started out. Some People ask me, do you remember your first hunt? I don't. I, my dad used to carry me around in diapers on his back when he was chasing coonhounds, you know, kind of thing. And so I, I have no recollection of the first hunts. So there was a lot of hunts that, you know, shortly thereafter that I have. But, uh, you know, I was fortunate grew up out in the country. And uh, they turned me loose barefooted with a twenty-two when I was about five years old because I'd, I'd run out of BBs and couldn't find BBs. But by God, I could find a single shot twenty-two and shells, and they'd hand them to me and send me off, kind of thing. That's kept me out of trouble. Absolutely, well, somewhat. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, there there were those episodes. <laughs> this man is agreeing completely. You grew up like that too, I guess, huh? Same story. It's a familiar story. Growing up in Kansas, Craig, uh, did you ever discover a good way to cook a pheasant? Does does a good way to cook a pheasant even exist? I didn't know there was a bad way to cook a pheasant. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, what kind of pheasant are you talking about? Well, they're not oh, real You know what? Dry them out. If, listen, if, if you mistake... A pheasant and shoot a, a vulture instead. Yeah, th- they're be. hard to cook. That could be it. That could be it. Did you eat a lot of pheasants growing oh, up? Oh, heavens, yes. Yeah, y'all had lots of pheasants. Yeah, they're, you know, we like quail better. Yeah. And in those days, we had oceans of bob whites. Yeah. But, oh, but yeah. pheasant was good, just a little drier. You yeah. just, you, you got to just cook it, cook it in a sauce. Yeah. When you couldn't hit the small target, you wound up eating the pheasant. That's that's what took place. Uh, what took place there? Hey, what's going on with you now, Ivan? What are you doing these days? So we've been doing a lot of conserva- conservation work and um, spending a lot of time actually adjusting our sales a little bit with COVID and everything else like that. You know, donor funding's been a little more difficult, as everybody can understand, as well as the need is greater because so many people have this deficit for anti-poaching. And so um, we've been measuring a lot. We translocated cheetahs with the Cabela family this year into a landscape which hasn't had cheetah for over 100 years. Those are giving That's us cool. a, bit of, a bit of gray hair, not doing what they're supposed to do, but um, the scientists are taking care of that. The lion population that's in that same landscape 
has got to just over 80 now from the, the 24 that we put in there. So that's been very successful and doing a lot of wildlife moves, actually. You know, um, what we've found is that a lot of these national parks that have been stabilized by large NGOs, large non-government organizations, um, have a deficit of wildlife. And as the human element has grown and the conflict has grown, rather than allowing government to just go in and wipe out, you know, whole landscapes, taking those animals and using them to populate populate wildlife reserves has been very successful. But the biggest thing is doing that with hunters' dollars, with hunters and openly for hunters, I think is a giant message. I think we've got to be a lot better at delivering facts and results than we actually are at the moment. It's one thing to say, oh, no, we su support anti-poaching. Well, tell me the facts. What has actually happened? So in the Zambezi Delta landscape where we operate, um, there, there's been about a 95% reduction in poaching and a 3,500% increase in wildlife over the last couple of decades, which those are the facts. It's not that we're equipping an anti-poaching team. We've, we've led to more wildlife and a healthier ecosystem. And so people will often say, how do you know where to send your money? And I always say, just ask the simple question. Is my money going to allow more wildlife to exist in a healthier ecosystem? If they look at you blankly, go and find someone else to send your money to. If they say yes, your next question should be, well, how do you know? Can you show me your statistics? Again, if they can't, go and find somebody else, because that should be all that matters in conservation, more wildlife and a healthier ecosystem. If we were to stop hunting in the long run, it would be devastating uh, over there. But we, we put it on pause for the past couple of years. What's that done to the critters? Are they better quality now than they were two years ago what's what's going on have you noticed so that's a, that's an interesting question and and again i'm gonna i'm gonna back out a little bit so if we stop hunting we've got a really good example of what really happens it's an uncomfortable truth so nobody wants to talk about it but there's about 15 million acres of tanzania that last year was resettled and it was resettled because of the closure of lion imports into the states because of cecil the lion which led to outfitters handing back their concessions because they couldn't make money anymore. The, the concessions sat idle for many years. And then the, the pressure from the communities, hey, if you're not going to let us be employed or, or let us work there, let us at least live there. And so the government, of course, relented. The government lives and dies by votes. And so 50 million acres of people, uh, 50 million acres of, of wild landscape had people move onto it, and they killed everything. And so there's an exact example of what happens when the hunters go away. From the perspective of the trophy populations, in a lot of landscapes, stopping hunting for a couple of years makes no difference at all. Because I like to look at a wildlife population like an annuity. Like you, you've, you've got this fund. It's like an endowment fund. So if you never touch your principal and you only use your interest, your endowment's going to last forever. Wildlife is the same way. If you never touch your core population and you only touch the old bulls that are yielded by that core population, it's going to be there forever. And so I have to say the well-managed areas without any hunting for two years, the trophy quality was the same. If you see a jump in your trophy quality, it means your quota was too high before the closure. Ah, very good. Let me ask you this. Do you think we all talk funny? No, I'm the only one that talks normally. Oh, okay. You're the normal guy around here. You're the normal guy. Phil, if, uh, if it was Christmas Day tomorrow, what gun would you tell Santa Claus that you want to see under the tree? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a real, there's a lot of them here. Because uh, you get to shoot everything. I, I am spoiled rotten. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. I yeah. get to play with all the cool toys. Right. Ah, what would I want? What would I want? 
That's a really that's a difficult. Don't question. don't get too hung up on it because we're not going to buy. No, it I know you. you're not. But yeah, we're we dreaming. Just... I want to dream right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I, I would probably end up with a uh, with a 375 flange double rifle from Heim Model wow. 89 to wow. go with my 470. What's that going to cost me down at Walmart? Uh, you're looking probably 24 grand the way okay. I'd expect Santa Claus. Well, that's to bring within it. the budget. Yeah, I mean it, it, that's Mama gives the nod of approval back there, and if the War Department approves, let's send yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. I like it. <laughs> Greg, how about you? Is there that you you handled every gun in the world. I don't have enough lever actions. Ah. So you could you could look for a classic old Marlin or Winchester to put under my tree. Maybe a Savage 99. Wow. I've heard you talk like that before. You love those simple, old, dependable guns, don't you? I, I do. That's piece of America. Yeah. And I, I really do love those those old guns. And I'm not a collector. I don't have a collection. Sure. But I do accumulate them. Yes, you do. Rob, what's uh, what's your favorite turkey gun? I guess the the old 410 now. Well, it, it is, and uh, I tell you, my favorite one right now is a TriStar Viper. Huh. It's got a pistol grip on it, camouflaged, and a Carlson choke tube in it. Yeah. And I can tell you one thing: it is just everybody that puts it in their hand says, "I want one." I've never found anybody. It doesn't matter whether it's a kid. Or a veteran turkey hunter. Yeah. And I've got a couple more on order. Hopefully they'll bring that stage back at uh, the 2024 version of the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo. It was a whole lot of fun. And hopefully if they do bring it back, you'll be sitting there with us enjoying a great afternoon with some of the biggest and most well-respected names in the outdoor industry. Hey, we're going to take a little break, but we've got another full hour on the way. Call your buddies. Let them know. That they could tune in now or take us with them later. Podcast is available everywhere. Wherever you get your podcast, we're there. Let them know you want Kinder Outdoors, and they'll send you a free download every week. Hey, and right now's a great time to drop by KinderOutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. You can hear a podcast there or get the full list of providers, radio station listings, and a whole lot more. It's Gary Loomis, and when I'm not in the great outdoors... I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Fish on! The old camp house floor creaks a little, but don't worry. You're on solid ground with Kinder Outdoors. This corner of the camp house from the Vineyards Campground and Cabins on beautiful Grapevine Lake, Texas, our home away from home, is brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. They are the title sponsor of the Ducks Unlimited Expo. Ducks coming to Texas Motor Speedway third year in a row and just two weeks away uh, from right now. Be sure you drop by that Pro Plan booth and tell them, hey, thank you for bringing Ducks to North Texas when you visit the Ducks Unlimited Expo. Dallas Safari Club does tremendous conservation work all over the globe, and part of that effort is the annual convention and expo. It's a big fundraiser that supports this very worthwhile mission. As part of that convention and expo, in past years, we've had a conservation stage with some of the biggest names from the outdoor industry up there. Guys like this. Rob Keck, Phil Massaro, Craig Boddington, and Larry Wysoon. 
All right. I think we're ready. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Billy Kendra. I host an outdoor radio show. So does my friend Rob Keck right down there. Uh, We're on about 150-some-odd AM FMs across the country every week, a couple of them right here in town. Sirius XM every Saturday and Sunday morning. Tune us in. You'll be smarter, faster, wiser, richer, all the above, if you'll just tune in. Uh, and thank you for doing so if you already do. We appreciate it. I want to introduce Rob. Are you still uh, you're still doing the, the, the show? Is still airing on rural radio every weekend? Believe it or not, Saturday mornings, 10 every. o'clock Eastern. Uh, it's still there. Yep, there you go. I'm on at uh, 9 Eastern and uh, 8 here in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, and then Rob right after that. Right there so, on 147. Yep, that's it. So what are you doing these days, Rob? What's What are you up to? Well, when my wife asked me, what am I going to do when uh-huh. I step back from my duties at Bass Pro Shops, I said, I'm going to hunt more. Yeah. She looked at me and said, hunt more? <laughs> How can you hunt more? Right. I said, just watch me. Yeah, and you are. Everybody knows our friend Larry Wysoon. Larry, good to see you. What a pleasure to be here. Uh, isn't it, though? Because we weren't here a year ago. No, it is so good to have everybody here. And, you know, I've been around the floor a bunch, and everywhere I go, they're smiling faces. Yeah. Thank you all so much for being here. This is such a great event. Yep. This stage group is such a great group. And, Billy, you do such a fantastic job for everything that we do through DSC and Wildlife Conservation. So thank you for everything you do. Absolutely. You bet. Appreciate you. So what are you doing these days, Larry? Where can we find you online? What's going on? (laughs) You know, about three or four years ago, I moved from Uvalde, where I lived forever, to uh, a little town called Branham, which is south of here. It's just south of Texas A&M, where I went to school. It's about the same distance to my little place that's been in our family since 1840s or something like that. And the little town of Branham, Bluebell Ice Cream, is right next door, almost to where I live. So uh, curse and blessing. And I moved here to slow down, and I found that doesn't work. Where can we watch you online these days? Well, we do still do a whole lot of things. I, I do a weekly TV show called uh, Sportsman's Life, which is on Carbon TV. They can find it there. You can find it on Roku and all those kind of things. Do a uh, podcast called DSC's Campfires with Larry Weissman that you can find. It's done through Waypoint TV, but you can find it primarily, as far as I'm concerned, at www.biggame.org forward slash DSCS dash campfires forward slash and that's uh our dsc can you do that back what was that again there uh yes i can if you want me to it's gonna take a while (laughs) remember back in the day when you used to say channel seven at eight o'clock you know yeah these but you know these days you have to diversify in so many different ways and i look up here and rob understands craig understands this gentleman right here phil understands although he does wear a funny looking hat this guy that we're picking on already uh, joined us a couple of years ago we had so much fun that we invited him back again today phil massaro welcome back thank you billy pleasure to be here tell us what all you're doing and where we can read you now uh, I do a lot of work for uh, for the NRA's American Hunter, a lot of work for Gun Digest. Uh, I've got a new column coming up in DSC's Game Trails magazine, which you keep your eyes open for. Good. Uh, the Gun Digest Annual, the great big thick book, keeps me rather busy. I'm proud to be the editor-in-chief of that. And we've yes. Got, we've got Craig's, uh, Craig's piece in there, and Larry tells me his is coming, too. He's promised that for a while. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. But uh, no, we it's it's a good lineup of guys, and I'm I'm really proud to be at the helm of that publication. Craig Boddington, I am so sorry that I missed your seminar last hour. I had a little emergency, and I had to run take care of that. Uh, I'm sure you talk about uh, 270 and how that's plenty of rifle to hunt elk with, right? 
You get I'm right, absolutely. Yeah, you get that question uh, all the time, right? <laughs> it's sure good to see you, Craig. Good to see you, my friend. How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. Hold that a little closer. Uh, tell me about what's going on with Craig Boddington. You're still writing and you're still going. And well, hard. if I had any marketable skills, I'd probably do something different. But <laughs> since I don't, uh, the writing gig works for me. And you know, uh, yeah, just just a fact. There's not as many young people reading as used to, but. Uh, I think at my age, I'm deep enough into the print media that it's probably not going to go completely under while I still have time. Yeah, and, yeah. But uh, doing a little bit of television, and of course, everybody does internet, and everybody does web, yeah. and everybody does a little bit of this and that. It's a multimedia world, but uh, most of my work is magazine work and the occasional book. Purina Pro Plan brings you this corner of the camp house at Kinder Outdoors this week. There's a Pro Plan formula specifically built for your dog. No matter the age, the lifestyle, or the physical condition. Hey, if they have an intolerance to grain, there's a pro plan for that. Is your dog older and could benefit from added glucosamine in his diet? Yep, there's a pro plan for that. Puppy, active juvenile, or senior citizen. Pick up the pro plan formula that's perfect for your dog. At Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores in Oklahoma and Texas, Arkansas, Kansas, and Missouri. This is a pig man, and uh, we're about to shoot some swine. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about shooting some pigs with Kinder Outdoors. U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers. Snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, varied Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The herdware store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Ducks is back at Texas Motor Speedway. Ducks Unlimited invites you to the third annual Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by Purina Pro Plan at Texas Motor Speedway, May 5th through 7th. Watch the premier canine performance athletes of the dog world competing in the incredible dog challenge. Test drive a new ATV or visit the live fire shooting ranges. DUX, the show for everything outdoors. To learn more, visit DuckExpo.com. I'm Tom Watson with Bended Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. 
We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. We've camped on the ground and in five-star lodges. But have never found a more welcome camp than this one, Kinder Outdoors. From the January 2022 Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo, we're revisiting uh, a visit we had on stage with outdoor legends like Rob Keck, Phil Massaro, Larry Wysoon, and this guy, Colonel Craig Boddington. <laughs> hey, did you kill a deer on your place this year up in Kansas? We had. In fact, uh, my, my friends and partners in the deer business are sitting over there. Chuck Herbal, stand up. And, hey, Chuck. Uh, Steve Trainer and one of our deer hunters was there. Uh, yeah. David, did we shoot any deer this year? All right. That, that was amazing. We, despite go, going into the season with record high temperatures yeah i just thought we're going to take a bath and the truth is we did not take a deer for three days wow and i thought oh my god we are really going to take a bath and the bucks just started to move and we finished the season 12 for 12 yeah which wow. i would never have thought would have happened wow that is uh that's that's quite a, a conservation story on your place you kind of babied that along through the years well we've worked on it pretty hard yeah it's a, it's a neighborhood project yeah and uh, it, it, we've worked on it. Yeah, it is. We certainly have more deer and better deer than we did 15 years ago. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Ivan Carter slipped in on us Yay, down there. Right. Welcome, Ivan. Good to see you, buddy. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Sorry I was a bit late. No, no, you're just fine. We're glad you're here. It's a long way to Africa from here. So. <laughs> Took a little while to get here with the COVID test in between, you know. Yeah, what's going on over there with the COVID? You know, they, they opened up the flights a couple of weeks ago. Things getting better? You know, they really are, and it's something that we hope we're seeing the back of. You know, as Craig said, 
you know, the guys are really suffering. And what suffers first is the anti-poaching teams. And, you know, with all of the cutbacks, that, that's not, that should be bread and butter money. But for a lot of people, if, you, if you're feeding your family or paying your anti-poaching team, you're going to be feeding your family first, which is completely understandable. But those cutbacks are really being felt by the wildlife. They really are. Yeah. It has been, like Craig was talking about, it's been devastating for a lot of people. They've, they've, they've gone under. A lot of our good friends have gone under, won't be back. They're doing something else for for a living now. Um, yes, sir. I see you raising that microphone. Yeah, I, I think one of the. Uh, sorry, go ahead, sir. No. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I think one of the most dangerous things we see. When I say dangerous, the most alarming things is several of the people with big game ranches that many many years ago took the sheep off, took the cattle off, and have turned it to wildlife. Or now you see them having a few cattle, they're planting a few orange trees or macadamia nut trees or, you know, all of that is landscape that should be under wildlife. And unfortunately, this pandemic has made people scared of the wildlife industry because it relies on the, on the, on the tourist hunter, if you will, to really make that model work. And yeah. so it, it's pretty sad to see this whole circle turning back to traditional agriculture when we were so proud of all these private landowners that have, have got wildlife instead of sheep and cattle, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Rob Keck was uh, the head man over at the uh, National Wild Turkey Federation for 27 years. Is that right, Rob? 27 of the 30 that I was there. Wow. Uh, so what's the best way to put that turkey on the table? you like him fried? What do you do with him? <laughs> well... Deep fried is probably my favorite. It's probably the worst for you, but uh, that's the way things really are. Now, I like to cut it in small chunks. That, now you're talking. you got to take eggs and milk yep. in one bowl, stir it up good, usually a cup of milk, three eggs, then Italian breadcrumbs. Huh. Then, if you're running short on meat, you double batter it. There you that go. way it slows them down. Right. They don't eat quite as fast. It'll fill them up quicker. Yeah. Put then more you, water in the soup. There are more people coming, there right? There you go. <laughs> and uh, then you've got to put it in peanut oil, 375 till yes, it floats, sir. and there you go. That's perfect. Yeah. That is perfect. You know, uh, at my house when we do a fish fry, there's a bunch of people over there. We fry up the catfish first and start serving that out. And when they start rubbing their tummies and yawning, that's when I drop the crappie in the grease. There you go. You know what I mean? Kind of save that for uh, for the end. Hey, Phil, growing up in upstate New York, a lot of people have the opinion of New York, you know, but they're thinking of New York City. Different world where you grew up. Completely different world. Uh, you know, we're about 100 miles north of the city, and I'm literally right on the Hudson River. We've got the Catskill Mountains and the, the associate, I think it's a 600,000-acre park. Uh, we've got the Adirondack, which is a, you know, it's a 6-million-acre park. And while New York isn't known for huge deer or even its conservation methods as far as genetics go, the one good thing about New York State is that anybody can buy a hunting license once they've taken the safety course, you know, take their kid, and Amen. they've got a place to hunt. And I think that's pretty special. That's very special, yeah. Uh, your dad got you fired up about guns, if I'm not mistaken. He did, yeah. Dad, uh, he's still a bit of a nut, although every time I bring in something expensive, he tells me to get it off his desk. <laughs> but that much? What, are you kidding me? What? But, uh, you know, he's uh, he was influential and, in, in you know, just such a key role of me growing up. And as a young man, you know, learning gun safety, there were always guns in the house, and there was never an incident, never an accident. And, uh, you know, to be honest, I thank him every day. It's a, He was a role model as far as how to handle a firearm and, you know, be around them and be safe. So I, yeah. I'm totally appreciative of that. 
Ivan, you're a good guy to start this with, and I'd like an opinion from each of you. As we look at the future of what we do, I think the average age of the American hunter is 54 years old. Uh, and worldwide, it's probably worse than that. I don't know. Um, we've got issues. We have issues. What bothers you the most? What about the future and what we do, our heritage? You know, I think what bothers me the most is the fact that our current generation, people like ourselves that are at the helm of the industry, are not making enough effort to produce programming media in a, in a palatable way for young people. We are continuing to make the same kind of TV that's not aimed at young people. We continue to have the same kind of a seminar like this is not aimed at young people. And I agree, there's a lot of the, the Outdoors Tomorrow Fund is doing amazing things in school rooms. And when you look at their statistics, it's incredible. But I would love to see us as spokespeople for the industry doing more to appeal to young people. Because without that generation engaged, we are the last. And I think every generation has felt that at some point. But I think now with the, the human population reaching 8 billion and the, the chasm widening between the understanding of wildlife and the understanding of, a, of an iPhone, um, I think we've got to try and bridge that gap and, and close that chasm by producing engaging content for younger people, which I, I think we're failing on that. Yeah. Rob? No question about that. And I think playing off of that, we have to become more politically relevant. And as our numbers dwindle, we're not replacing the hunters that we're losing. When you go to the voting booth, we're not counted as well as what we should be. I think that we have to be more active in political realms. Groups like the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation doing a great job helping us there. But there's other groups like Hunter Nation trying to get hunters to vote. You know, here in the state of Texas uh, in the last presidential election, it was amazing to me. Of the, of the licensed hunters in this state, and this was pretty much nationwide, registered voters, hunters, less than 50% of them voted. We're getting killed there. Another area that's really concerning to me is in the area of social media. We have got to put a good face on to the public, the non-hunting public, to the young public. And the way that many hunters project their kill or project their experience is not in the positive light that I think all of us would want to see them. I think when I see a picture of a piece of game taken in Africa, you can tell that there's been a lot of time, a lot of effort putting into getting the best photograph. Craig talked about that just a moment ago on his uh, Buffalo presentation about getting good photographs, tasteful photographs, cleaning them up, cleaning the blood off of it. Instead of looking like a bunch of old, uh, you know, killers out there, projecting a good message to that non-hunting public. We're not doing a good enough job there. We're getting killed on, on uh, outdoor television in some areas as well. Going to take a little break and uh, grab a cup of coffee. And when we come back, we're headed to the great state of Colorado to visit with Kinder Outdoors dog training pro, Carl Gunzer. Carl and Purina Pro Plan are sponsoring Ducks, the Ducks Unlimited Expo, coming to the Texas Motor Speedway in two weeks. It's going to be one heck of a dog party. You don't want to miss it. Brought to you by the world's greatest dog fuel, Purina Pro Plan. Hi, this is Clay Connor with Ducks Unlimited. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors.
Hey, it's Billy Kinder. If you've listened to me very long, you know that I depend on buffalo wool products to keep me warm in harsh winter conditions. But did you know that these highly effective buffalo fibers work equally well in the heat of summer? Their native rangelands goes from Toke, Alaska, down past Mexico City. Ron and Teresa Miskin have three decades of weaving perfection from those precious insulating fibers of the bison. And they put them to the test on the world's toughest playground, Alaska. That's our field testing, the moose hunting. Um, there's so much that goes on up there. The big advantage of bison fiber, besides the insulation, is it's moisture wicking and keeping your feet dry, your, your body dry, and that sweat away from there reduces the bacterial growth, reduces any foot fungus or anything like that. Bison fiber in a cowboy boot will run three to five degrees cooler than a cotton sock. Take a look at the new line of cool, wicking buffalo wool for the summer. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com I didn't know buffaloes had wool. Yep. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. Don't head to the country without stopping at Teske's Outdoors and Weatherford. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we're on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Bagara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection, too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Ariat, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the rancher lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Heck, you can buy your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader. Deer blinds, feed, and feeders available, too. 
We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teskey's Outdoors on the south side of Bayou 20, just west of Weatherford. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. Watch that old bird dog out of that chair and have a seat. You're in camp with us at Kender Outdoors. Coming to you from the vineyards, campground, and cabins. My granddaughter Zayden loves this place because, hey, not only are we camping, uh, but they've got a great playground for the kids. They've got a beach with safe swimming water along one stretch of the vineyard shoreline. Fire rings at every campsite that Weenie roast in the evening is always special. Book a little time at the Vineyards Campground and Cabins on beautiful Grapevine Lake, Texas. I'm really looking forward to the Ducks Unlimited Expo. We're only a couple of weeks away now, and uh, boy, lots of special stuff going on. You can test drive the latest UTVs, ATVs before you buy. Uh, You can go to the rifle range and uh, shoot the latest and greatest from all the gun makers, live action firing on the very safe and secure gun range. Lots and lots of vendors from the outdoor world and dogs, dogs, dogs in the Purina Pro Plan Dog Village at Texas Motor Speedway all on the infield. I want to talk about the dog activity some uh, while we catch up with my old buddy Carl Gunzer up in Colorado. Carl, welcome back to the show. I always enjoy my visits. Hey, Billy. Good to be back with you. Wish I was down there crappie fishing with you. <laughs> I wish I was crappie fishing with me, uh, Carl. I'm kind of like you, staring at a computer a lot these days. A lot of work to be done, but there's an upside to that, too. That's all good. Uh, tell me about life in Colorado. You're coming off of uh, wintertime and spring, and Colorado is just really hard to beat. Yeah. You know, it was a real winter here this year. You know, a lot of snow. Um, ski resorts were happy, and uh, and the reservoirs and lakes we'll be happy to have some moisture and I think that's good for for everything. So um so it's been a good winter but I'm ready for spring. I'm ready to come down and see you in two weeks at uh the D U Expo. Yep, DUX is coming to Texas Motor Speedway third year in a row. And I'm really happy about the timing of this. May is a magical time uh in Texas. The weather should be just beautiful. Yes, yeah, and early May is great, not too hot, not too rainy, um, we hope, knock on wood, and uh, um, good time of year. You bet it is, and the uh, dogs, that makes them happy, too, uh, because, you know, they love to perform, they love to come out and do what 
God programmed them to do, and we have some very talented dogs and dog trainers coming to Ducks, as always, uh, but these will be ideal May, ideal conditions to get out with not only these well-trained dogs, but those well-trained dogs that our listeners want to bring out, too. Dogs are welcome. Yeah, that's right, and and the other great thing about the timing this year, um, we have wanted to bring the incredible dog challenge to the DU Expo uh, for the last couple of years, you know, and with some you know, post-COVID and timing issues, it never worked out um, to have the Pro Plan Incredible Dog Challenge at the DU Expo, but uh, but this year it's going to work out. So um, we're super excited. Um, you know, this will be the third year that we're the presenting sponsor, and um, bringing the IDC, it brings the top dogs and handlers from around the country to compete in, you know, uh, agility, dock diving, um, Jack Russell races, you know, weave poles, flying disc. I mean, it's a really fun family event. It's um, it's nationally televised. It's a uh, it's a big deal, and, and it's a I think it's going to be a lot of fun to have it at the DU Expo. Yeah, it is. You know, I've been uh, fortunate. I've, I've seen. You know, I think millions and millions of people have seen these dogs on television. I've actually seen them in person at Purina Farms, which is the way to see this uh, and to see these magical dogs. Uh, perform these very talented dogs, but outside of these performance athletes, there are some some hunting buddies that are going to be there too, and some really top dog trainers. Yeah, and so we will we will again have you know Mike Stewart and Wild Rose there um, doing demonstrations. Um, that would be kind of retriever training demos, and again we'll have uh, Chad Collins and the Quack Pack, which are the the border collies that um, herd ducks and sheep. You know around and through dogs uh we last year we got chad and mike together and we had you know border collies herding ducks around labrador retrievers <laughs> and it was i mean it was kind of a it looked like a circus act by the time they were done you know you tell a couple of dog trainers you know have a beer and watch this and uh, it, was, it was pretty fun so it was fun and you never know what were harmed in the making of yeah that's exactly right um and and it's just a lot of fun if you want to come talk to these trainers. They're very accessible. It's also a great time to talk about your dog's nutrition up close and personal with the pros from ProPlan. You guys are going to be there in full force. You'll have the big tent set up and be very accessible to dog owners. Yeah, absolutely. And and we we always bring a a veterinarian or two with us. Dr. Ruth Ann Lobos will be there um, answering any questions, kind of a sporting dog specialty veterinarian um we'll have free samples for uh, different products uh lots of them including some different treats prime treats um you know fortiflora that we talk about we'll have samples so we will have a a full contingent of of staff and samples and happy to to help answer any questions that dog owners may have you betcha absolutely looking forward to it it's just two weeks away now i can't believe it's already here the ducks unlimited expo presented by my friends at purina pro plan and just a word before we go if you don't have a sporting breed uh, but you love your dog uh, come on out talk to the folks at pro plan there are so many different formulas that i promise you there's a formula that is perfect for your dog and will help produce a healthier dog uh, when you make the switch, and you're going to really enjoy watching these dogs perform. Hey, it may even inspire your dog to become like a incredible dog, you know? That's right. That's right. 
Tell me about uh, duck season. Have, have you been able to get out and, and uh, chase ducks at all, or was your upland season good, Carl? Yeah, it was. Um, I was fortunate to go do a, a few trips <clears throat> down to Louisiana and in North Dakota and kind of around the country, so I got to, to follow some pretty good bird dogs and sit next to some good blindness last year. And uh, and the duck numbers and, and bird numbers were good. So it was a uh, it was a great. That's good. You know, if you never see a duck, never see a bobwhite quail, it's still a great trip. Uh, the camaraderie and the dogs make it worthwhile. Carl Gunzer That's with right. Purina Purina Pro Plan. You can shake his hand in person in just two weeks at uh, the Ducks Unlimited Expo, Texas Motor Speedway. Carl, thanks. I look forward to shaking your hand. Thanks, Bill. Look forward to seeing you. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. The Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun, or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S., and the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, if you can at all make it to the Ducks Unlimited Expo, Ducks D-U-X, at Texas Motor Speedway in a couple of weeks, please come on out. You are absolutely going to love it. My only advice is get there early and plan on spending the day because there is a lot to see and do inside and outside of Texas Motor Speedway. The gun range is going to be outside. You can try out the latest rifles, pistols, shotguns, ATVs, UTVs, camo, ammo, hunting, fishing, camping, everything. It's all going to be there at Texas Motor Speedway, and I hope you uh, will be there along with us. It's coming up in two weeks, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 5, 6, and 7. More details waiting on you at kinderoutdoors.com. Good morning, it's Bobby Lane, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Ducks is back at Texas Motor Speedway. Ducks Unlimited invites you to the third annual Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by Purina Pro Plan at Texas Motor Speedway, May 5th through 7th. Watch the premier canine performance athletes of the dog world competing in the incredible dog challenge. Test drive a new ATV or visit the live fire shooting ranges. DUX, the show for everything outdoors. To learn more, visit DuckExpo.com. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. 
Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com You've worked hard your entire life, and now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences, fences that keep the hogs out and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S, TejasRanchFence.com. When Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing converts your venison or pork into breakfast sausage or ground meat, it's a hands-down hit. But step outside the box this year. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing has sausages for every taste. I don't know, probably 30 or more. We have German, hickory, hot links, uh, jalapeno, cheese links, regular jalapeno, and cracked black pepper, Cajun sausage, all kinds of sausage. Our Chipotle and cheese is actually our number one seller. We just came out with a hatch chili and cheese summer sausage to complement our links. And we also have a uh, Frito chili cheese pie sausage this year, which is kind of off the charts, but the kids love it. So it's kind of one of those new twists. <laughs> Located just north of Fort Worth, Texas, Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. Experts with all wild game. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com. Wing shooting in Argentina is an activity that must be experienced rather than explained. Dove are considered to be a plague in the area, so there are no bag limits, and there are no seasons to hunt them. We've got 20 million birds on the roost, and they're there 365 days a year. They're there every day, all day. They fly eight hours a day, every day. At Cordoba Doves, you'll enjoy delicious food, exceptional hospitality, beverages in the field, your own personal bird boy. Bird boy's job is to pour shells in your bag uh, when you're going through a box every five minutes and keep count of the birds that you've shot and to bring you something to drink every few minutes. At the end of the day, we pick up all the hulls and pick up the birds, but you can't send him out to pick up birds at six or eight hundred times a day. Experience the very best that Argentina has to offer through Cordoba Doves. Contact the U.S. Representative Lane Balky at CordobaDoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Tailing redfish on the fly rod, fresh walleye in a skillet, big tom turkeys running to your call. A massive 6x6 within 30 yards and a new personal best in the bass boat. That's life in our camp at Kinder Outdoors. It's real easy to get in touch with us here at Kinder Outdoors. 1-877-820-BBKO. 
2256. Drop by the website anytime, kinderoutdoors.com. That's K-I-N-D-E-R. Download a show at Kinder Outdoors or wherever you get your podcast. We're there. We're available. Uh, All you have to do is let them know that, hey, I want Kinder Outdoors, and they'll send it to you free of charge every week. It'll just uh, show up on your device for your listening pleasure at your convenience. One of my favorite shows throughout all these years has always been a replay of what we did on stage, the conservation stage, at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo. Back in 2022, January, over a year ago, Rob Keck, Craig Boddington, Phil Massaro, and Larry Wysoon joined me. Larry, your parents hunted. It was a big family event, right? Absolutely. All the ladies in our area hunted. My aunts, you know, all their, all my mother's friends. It was a big deal. Came on at a time when we didn't have a whole lot of deer, but that didn't stop us from hunting. And if you saw a track, you were a hero. If you happened to take a deer during the hunting season, oh, my God, it's talked about just nearly every day until the, the beginning of the next hunting season. So, you know, I started out. Some people ask me, do you remember your first hunt? I don't. I, my dad used to carry me around in diapers on the back when he was chasing coonhounds, you know, kind of thing. And so I, I have no recollection of the first hunts. There was a lot of hunts, that, you know, shortly thereafter that I have. But, uh, you know, I was fortunate grew up out in the country. And uh, they turned me loose barefooted with a twenty two when I was about five years old because I'd, I'd run out of BBs and couldn't find BBs. But, by God, I could find a single-shot twenty two and shells, and they'd hand them to me and send me off kind of thing. That kept me out of trouble. Absolutely. Well, somewhat. Well, yeah, you know, there there were those episodes. <laughs> this man is agreeing completely. You grew up like that, too, I guess, huh? Same story. It's a familiar story. Growing up in Kansas, Craig, uh, did you ever discover a good way to cook a pheasant? Does does a good way to cook a pheasant even exist? I didn't know there was a bad way to cook a pheasant. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, what kind of pheasant are you talking about? Well, they're not oh, real. You know what? I dry them out. If, listen, bad. if if you mistake a pheasant and shoot a, a vulture instead, yeah, th- they're be, hard to cook. That could be it. That could be it. Did you eat a lot of pheasants growing oh, up? Oh, heavens, yes. Yeah, y'all had lots of pheasants. Yeah, they're, you know, we like quail better. Yeah. And in those days, we had oceans of bobwhites. Yeah. But, oh, but yeah. pheasant was good, just a little drier. You yeah. just you you got to just cook it cook it in a sauce. Yeah. When you couldn't hit the small target, you wound up eating the pheasant. That's that's what took place. Uh, what took place there? Hey, what's going on with you now, Ivan? What are you doing these days? So we've been doing a lot of conserva- conservation work and um, spending a lot of time actually adjusting our sales a little bit with COVID and everything else like that. You know, donor funding's been a little more difficult, as everybody can understand, as well as. The need is greater because so many people have this deficit for anti-poaching. And so um, we've been measuring a lot. We translocated cheetahs with the Cabela family this year into a landscape which hasn't had cheetah for over 100 years. Those are giving That's us cool. a, bit of, a bit of gray hair, not doing what they're supposed to do. But um, the scientists are taking care of that. The lion population that's in that same landscape has got to just over 80 now from the, the 24 that we put in there. So that's been very successful and doing a lot of wildlife moves, actually. You know, um, what we've found is that a lot of these national parks that have been stabilized by large NGOs, large non-government organizations, um, have a deficit of wildlife. And as the human element has grown and the conflict has grown, rather than allowing government to just go in and wipe out, you know, whole landscapes, taking those animals and using them to populate 
populate wildlife reserves has been very successful. But the biggest thing is doing that with hunters' dollars, with hunters and openly for hunters, I think is a giant message. I think we've got to be a lot better at delivering facts and results than we actually are at the moment. It's one thing to say, oh, no, we su support anti-poaching. Well, tell me the facts. What has actually happened? So in the Zambezi Delta landscape where we operate, um, there, there's been about a 95% reduction in poaching and a 3,500% increase in wildlife over the last couple of decades, which those are the facts. It's not that we're equipping an anti-poaching team. We've, we've led to more wildlife and a healthier ecosystem. And so people will often say, how do you know where to send your money? And I always say, just ask the simple question. Is my money going to allow more wildlife to exist in a healthier ecosystem? If they look at you blankly, go and find someone else to send your money to. If they say yes, your next question should be, well, how do you know? Can you show me your statistics? Again, if they can't, go and find somebody else, because that should be all that matters in conservation, more wildlife in a healthier ecosystem. If we were to stop hunting in the long run, it would be devastating uh, over there. But we, we put it on pause for the past couple of years. What's that done to the critters? Are they better quality now than they were two years ago? What's, what's going on? Have you noticed? So that's, a, that's an interesting question. And, and again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back out a little bit. So if we stop hunting, we've got a really good example of what really happens. It's an uncomfortable truth, so nobody wants to talk about it. But there's about 15 million acres of Tanzania that last year was resettled. And it was resettled because of the closure of lion imports into the states because of Cecil the Lion, which led to outfitters handing back their concessions because they couldn't make money anymore. The, the concessions sat idle for many years. And then the, the pressure from the communities, hey, if you're not going to let us be employed or, or let us work there, let us at least live there. And so the government, of course, relented. The government lives and dies by votes. And so 50 million acres of people, uh, 50 million acres of, of wild landscape had people move onto it, and they killed everything. And so there's an exact example of what happens when the hunters go away. From the perspective of the trophy populations, in a lot of landscapes, Stopping hunting for a couple of years makes no difference at all because I like to look at a wildlife population like an annuity. Like you, you've, you've got this fund. It's like an endowment fund. So if you never touch your principal and you only use your interest, your endowment's going to last forever. Wildlife is the same way. If you never touch your core population and you only touch the old bulls that are yielded by that core population, it's going to be there forever. And so I have to say the well-managed areas without any hunting for two years, the trophy quality was the same. If you see a jump in your trophy quality, it means your quota was too high before the closure. Let me ask you this. Do you think we all talk funny? No, I'm the only one that talks normally. Oh, okay. You're the normal guy around here. Phil, if, uh, if it was Christmas Day tomorrow, what gun would you tell Santa Claus that you want to see under the tree? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a real, there's a lot of them here. Because uh, you get to shoot everything. I, I am spoiled rotten. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. I yeah. get to play with all the cool toys. Right. Ah, what would I want? What would I want? That's a really, that's a difficult don't, question. Don't get too hung up on it because we're not going to buy no, it. No, I know you're not, but yeah, we're, we're dreaming. Just... I want to dream right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I, I would probably end up with a, with a 375 flange double rifle from Heim, Model wow. 89, to wow. go with my 470. What's that going to cost me down at Walmart? Uh, you're looking probably 24 grand the way okay. I'd expect Santa Claus well, to bring Well, that's within the budget. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's... Mama gives the nod of approval back there, and if the War Department approves, let's send yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. I like it. <laughs> Greg, how about you? Is there... That you've, you've You've handled every gun in the world. <laughs> I don't have enough lever actions. Ah. So you could you could look for a 
classic old Marlin or Winchester to put under my tree. Maybe a Savage 99. Wow. I've heard you talk like that before. You love those simple, old, dependable guns, don't you? I do. That's piece of America. Yeah. And I, I really do love those those old guns. And I'm not a collector. I don't have a collection. Sure. But I do accumulate them. Yes, you do. Rob, what's uh, what's your favorite turkey gun? I guess the the old 410 now. Well, it is. And uh, I tell you, my favorite one right now is a TriStar Viper. Huh. It's got a pistol grip on it, camouflaged, and a Carlson choke tube in it. Yeah, and I can tell you one thing: it is just everybody that puts it in their hand says, "I want one." I've never found anybody. It doesn't matter whether it's a kid or a veteran turkey hunter. Yeah, and I've got a couple more on order. Hey, I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for the time we have together. Thank you for hanging out with us. Come back next time around. Until then, may God bless you and your bunch. <laughs>